Hey guys, thanks for joining Cold Film Review each and every week. Do me a favor, make sure you stay tuned after this episode for a very special announcement. Now enjoy. the final terrifying October edition of Cold Film and Review. Tonight, Michael Myers comes home for the sixth time. Well, the fifth time, because he wasn't in the third movie. But this is the sixth one in the series, because we're talking about Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. So let's start the show. Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Where in the hell are we? Want a day? If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing is turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake. I'm so sure. Just look like you like me, and let's stand on. No. Wolfman's gone. That's just like uh, your opinion, man. What did I say? No jelly roll. I get older, they stay the same age. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. motherfucker. Hey, guys, thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor. Check out our uh, website, cultfilminreview.com, and check out our YouTube page as well. Make sure you check out all that stuff for the latest episodes coming out there. Uh, and then make sure you join us at Phoenix Film Bar for our live shows. We got some great ones coming up. We got in November, we got a uh, um, three o'clock high. Mm-hmm. Then after that, I believe in January, we have uh, Miami connection. Boom. And then in March, we'll have gremlins too. So make sure you guys come out for all of those. This is our final Halloween episode. But before we get into that, as always, I am joined by Cosmith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilbrick. Hey, what's up? And Michael Slusio. Hello, everybody. If you don't know, we are on this journey to go through the supposed worst sequels of each of the big horror franchises uh, this Halloween. And this is the last one we're doing with the Halloween franchise. Uh, this is Halloween 6, Curse of Michael Myers. We've done Hellraiser Bloodline. We've done Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We've done um, Friday the 13th and Freddy's Dead. How we came up with these as being the worst sequels was we took the Metacritic score and we took the Rotten Tomatoes score and then we averaged those together and we took the lowest movies with the average of the series not being a remake uh, and... And using voila calculus that's right that's yeah. math bitch voila so this is how we ended up on uh kyle's favorite movie halloween six it was directed by <laughs> joe Chappelle. uh it was written by daniel fernards fernads ferens fernards ferens fernads ferens dude ferens yeah it came out in 1995 Ferens. had a budget of five million made it 15 million in the box office <laughs> Right. Had a rating of R and currently sits at a 6% critic score in Rotten Tomatoes. 37% audience. Mm. Wow. That's painful. Yeah. Wow. So it's the clear loser of the series, <laughs> I think. Which is kind of crazy because I, the, my initial reaction when, I, when we came There's, to this one, I said, Resurrection. It's resurrection. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Has yeah. to be. We were wrong. We were all wrong. We yeah. were all wrong. It turns out it's Halloween 6, Curse of Michael Myers. Uh, when was the first time that you saw your favorite movie, Kyle? 
Um, I I was, I I was younger. I was like around 13 or 14. I think we talked about this when we were, uh, discussing, um, maybe it was just recently on that Ryan Allstreet's, uh, episode, but yeah, me and, me and brother Ryan, like Ryan was obsessed with Halloween at a very young age. And when we were able to rent whatever we wanted from the video store, like he just went through and rented every single one in the series and me and him watched them together back to back over like a summertime. So, um, yeah, it's probably around that time. And yeah, as a kid, I always, um, I've always thought this was probably one of my favorites of the sequels. Like I, I definitely, I love the the original one. I think it 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 clearly is like the best. And three, I yank out of that the collection because it's mm-hmm. technically not part of the Meyer series. So that one is its own amazing thing. So then, being left with two, four, and five, and six at the time, there was no H two O yet. Um, yeah, I thought this one was the best. This one had like some of the most entertaining and energy to offer more than the other films did. So, Chris, when did you watch Kyle's favorite movie, Halloween Six: Curse of Michael Myers? Uh, I'm sure probably around the same time you saw it because it came out in the '90s. It was '95, right? So, for me, being really interested in horror and I loving the Halloween, uh, like just the idea of it, like this was one of the ones I got to see first. I got to see Halloween Six kind of early on. And, uh, so for me, like, I, I actually like have fond memories of this movie because it came out right around that time where I was impressionable with this genre. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I remember like watching on pay-per-view, they did like a special or something where they showed the making of it. It was like a featurette that they played on cable about the making of this. They also did one on Hellraiser Bloodline. I think that came out right around the same, Mm -hmm. maybe the same year even, but, um, yeah, like I remember being really into this as a young kid. Mm. What about you, Mike? Um, so I'll I'll be first to say like I never was really like a big Halloween fan when I was a kid. Like it was definitely like I'd seen one and like not many others past that. Like it wasn't until later that I started to like actually try to watch the series. Um, so I was under the impression I had never seen this film, but I was wrong. Like I totally remembered seeing said, I was like, wait a second, I've seen this film before. Probably I, I, I imagine I probably caught it on TV and decided to start watching it. Um, like I said, I wasn't a big fan. So this wasn't, this wouldn't have been a movie. I would have been like, Oh, let me go see a Halloween sequel. Like I was never into it. Uh, now, nowadays I would have, uh, I feel like I've seen this before, but I feel like I get this movie in five mixed up. For some reason, and I don't know if I don't know how. Here's the thing, because I've never been a huge fan of the Halloween series. Oh, like, yeah. the, the first really? film, first film, I am a fan of, but after that, like, you dude, don't like two? I think two's. I think two's great. I think two's really good. Four is two's more. Four, the, two's more the same, and then three's like off the fucking nowhere list. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think four has like the most final feeling ending because that, Michael basically goes down in a barrage of like a thousand policemen shooting at him and punching holes through him, and he ends up in a like a a, a river, right? And then five opens with him downstream, <laughs> inter- intertwined in the roots, That's and true. he gets brought, brought back to life. I think this is. I think we're dealing with zombie Myers. Yeah, but I've never been like I've never been like a huge huge fan of. Yeah, I, I was thinking about. It's funny. I was thinking about them away here, and I was like, you know, what is it about this particular one that I always had such fond memories for? And I honestly feel like you have to keep in mind that when I watch this movie. I had just also watched pretty much the entire run of Friday the 13th, 
Um, most of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, all within the same like four month period. Because at summertime, we used to be able to rent VHSs in the video store. My dad would always do have the guys do a twenty for twenty deal, like twenty films with twenty bucks, wow. and then have us just pick out. So there was like a whole year where I was just indoctrinated into these horror films. And for me, I think this movie has the most of what I think you look for in a Friday the 13th. Like, it has, I feel like Michael is a little more energetic with his kills and a little more creative in this one, whereas, for the most part, he's pretty much a butcher knife-wielding guy. Are we talking about Friday the 13th? Or you said Friday the 13th, did you mean Halloween? Yeah, he's comparing. I was saying comparing. Halloween 6 is similar to the kind of, I think, kill energy you mm-hmm. get from gotcha. the Ace Boys in gotcha. six specifically. In the previous films, it's really just the shape. It's a slow-moving kind yeah. of haunting image that yeah. kills people with mm-hmm. a knife. This one definitely, he feels like, he definitely feels like, he, well, and they even say it in this one, but he definitely feels like he's a tank. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, except for the body type, which I have a problem with. We'll get to that in, in a minute. But first, we should probably figure out what this movie's Can't about. Can't all be Kane Hodder. With plot, <laughs> not my not my argument. Plot, Mike. All right, so yep, six in the series. This follows the four five Jamie storyline. Um, Jamie is uh, alive and well, and she has just given birth to a child, which a weird cult is about to murder. Uh, she manages to escape with the baby, um, but not before they do it. A sick, the old Michael Myers on her. And Michael starts going on a rampage, and he goes to follow her because this baby's the last of his bloodline. And and for whatever reason, he wants to kill his fam. He wants to kill his kin. Mm-hmm. So uh, he does manage to uh, kill Jamie, but the baby does get away, and it is in the hands of Tommy, who is the uh, one of the kids that Lori was looking after. Babysitting. In, in babysitting, right. Yeah. Uh, who had survived the attack, the original attack of Michael Myers. So um, he has it out for Michael, and he's been waiting this whole time to see when he's going to come back so that he can finally stand up to his bully, and uh, he managed to get his hand on this baby, and now he's got another thing that Michael wants. And then that's when it's like Tommy, the and a, the family of, of surviving Strodes yeah. that are Dr. like have, they're still living in the house, and Doctor Loomis, right? Mm-hmm. They all kind of like team up together, and they're and they're like, how we stop Michael? And I mean, that's it. And my, how do they stop Michael? How We're, can you stop? We'll Michael? find out. Real family film. Real yeah, bringing together family film. Yeah, this bringing back. This is bringing back the uh, the uh, the with the Rob Roy right. The the soda cocktail. Ooh, is it? So a, if, is uh, it? Guess what, guys? The curse of Michael Myers. It really ends with it's Roy. It's just it's Roy. Roy. He's yeah. back. So it's just Roy. Wow, guys. We should talk about the uh, drink we're having tonight. Oh yeah, we should. I, I'm I didn't not make drinking a drink. it because I finished mine. I, that's I, how good it was. Mine's almost gone. But if you look in Chris's camera, if you're watching this on YouTube, that's what it looks like. Uh, this is the Myers Mule. Oh, I just spilled on my computer. Um, so don't do that at home. Um, but yeah, this is uh, rum, uh, lemon, some fresh squeezed lemon juice, some uh, creme de violet, and what else did I put in there? Ginger beer? Mm-hmm. And sweetened something? Sweet oh, and simple sour. syrup. Sweet and sour. <laughs> Sweet and sour. I think you put the orange chicken so, in that. while yeah, you're yeah, drinking yeah, it, yeah, you yeah. can also dip your McNuggets yeah. into yeah. it. There you go. Um, but yeah, that's the Myers Mule. There you have it, guys. Let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. I've buried the ghosts. I've buried them in this, this manuscript. I don't want to practice medicine anymore. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. 
tell me. Your name is Joan. Joan of Arc, and you're also hearing voices, right? Now, who's coming? It's Michael. Michael Myers. Look, someone, anyone, help me. Dr. Loomis, are you out there? Can you hear me, Dr. Loomis? I need your please, help. Please, please, no, no, stop the madness. What, what the hell is going on in Every loony in the state is calling. What is this, a full moon? How's this one open up? With is it Jamie? Is that his it sister? Is Jamie? His niece? Jamie is his niece. She was the last, but now she has a child that she's trying to protect. It opens up with her being dragged through like a tunnel, like yeah, it's while like she's a warehouse. Pregnant. Looks like a warehouse, and there's a whole bunch of crazy metal flashbacks. Yep, a lot of a lot of jump cuts. Yeah, and yeah. like sound effects Some, cued dude, with them. <laughs> it was very reminiscent to me of I was like, oh, we're going real event horizon on this one mm-hmm. with like how they did like their some of their uh, horror Dude, scenes. What what have I been saying like this whole October? It's the nineties, man. Yeah. yeah, it all looked this it's shitty. All, yeah, everybody it's like, worked on the yeah, same yeah. shit. It, it, was it like somebody did a weird like metal cut and it was like, you know what? That's the fucking future. Yeah, it's that weird like that weird sound like. There's a guy out there right now that's just like at a fucking Hollywood party. It's all run down and shit. And he's just like, you know, the metal cut? Fucking me. First movie. I did that. I came up with that shit. The metal cut? Yeah, the the metal metal cut. Metal sound with a cut. Okay. Okay. Oh, I see. Sorry. I was the first person, man. Like I metal put some music fucking, or metal? No, the sound effect of the, the metal sa- screeching. The sound of screeching metal with a cut. <laughs> gotcha. It took me a second to catch on. Like the metal yeah, cut. Metal what? Cut. There's a third cut to this movie. Yeah. Though? No, it's Sick like ass a, metal. Dude, it's like music. a Dutch angle. See, You're people like, do learn shit from the our show. The lead guitar player from Slayer yeah. cut it. I don't care what people say. I was just, say. Uh, you know, editing one day, <laughs> listening to some Megadeth, and I said, you know what? <laughs> Let me just take that one little riff. That one little. Well, and that was it. We watched the theatrical cut, and Kyle's the only one that watched the producers and theatrical cut. So yes, yeah, so. that is true. Let, let's do. Let's specify that we all or we're, what we're going to be discussing tonight is the theatrical cut. Correct. Because there's like twelve. There's six different cuts for this movie for each sequel. There's a different cut. Um, well, <laughs> I feel like no. There's producers' yeah. cut. There's directors' cut, and there's the theatrical cut and the metal cut. Apparently, there's the metal, the metal cut, cut, which was cut. invented tonight. No. Yeah. So James Hernandez now has learned about uh, from our show. He has learned Dutch angles, and he has also learned metal the, cut. The metal cut. The metal cut. The old '90s metal cut. Yep. <clears throat> Which is what you need to make a successful film. Okay. So she's yeah she's getting dragged into some hospital room. She's obviously in some sort of pain at yeah, this. She's point. giving birth. Yeah. But that she is giving birth. There's yep, a cult, that's the big reveal. There's a cult member at the front of a bunch it? of doctors leading her yeah, into... Yeah, doctors, and there's a guy wearing, like, this crazy-looking cloak and shit. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. he's part of, like, some fucking crazy cult. Obviously, and this is satanic stuff. This is, like, they're, they're in some yeah. satanic-type type territory. Yeah, and she gets wielded into the birthing room, which is full of candles and, like, blood People. symbols on the fucking wall. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, she, she gives birth, and then after she gives birth... Um, the uh, the the assisting nurse then pa- hands that baby off to a mysterious man dressed in all black. Let's talk about that assisting nurse and her amazing acting skills. <laughs> when she's like la- when she's like laughing, like save your baby, and she's like laughing through that scene. It's pretty bad. I was gasping. Uh, it was so bad. She turns out real nurse. No, yeah. I don't know if that's yeah, true. I don't know if that's the true. The acting nurse on the set. <clears throat> David so, Pleasance had a nurse. David. Yeah. David. So, Donald Pleasance's Donald Pleasant, brother. Sorry. I think what I, I think what, <laughs> what I was thinking about this guys, and I think what might be fun is as we go through different chunks of this film, I'll then fill in 
the differences on the producer's cut. Okay. okay. Because they start right at the beginning. First thing I'll say, overall, entire tone of the film, completely different. Yeah. Entire tone of the film, completely different. Um, the story and plot of the film, completely different. Um, How? We're, we're at the birth. Yeah. It already starts out with some... So, like, the cut... So, there's a lot of, like, random cuts, but the cut of the, the guy in all black coming in... So, in this... In the producer's version, he has a sound cue with him, which okay. is the sound... And the camera focuses a lot on his boots, which are chromed out. They have like, his boots have like chrome tips and heels. <laughs> metal so, right there. so it sounds metal. like he's got like tap tap dancing shoes and on. So he like, yeah, he walks in, and there's like a little more of a dialogue exchange between him and Jamie. And um, and that's kind of like that. That's the whole birthing scene. That whole wheeling up scene is like it feels like a seven minutes in the producer's cut versus the two or three we got. Uh, it feels like this. seven in uh, in the theatrical cut too. I'm just saying what it feels like. Maybe shorter, but it does feel Much like seven. Fucking who's, shorter. Who's the producer of this? I have no idea. I can't pronounce. His I, name. It's not technically the. Mustafa it's not Khan? technically the producer's the cut. Is? It's a work print that that screened for a test audience and got super poor reviews. So then they went back and oh. refilmed a shitload. Paul, Paul shit. Freeman was the producer. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's not technically, this is technically the original cut. Okay. Gotcha. This okay. is the, that, and this is what test audiences got. Then they refilmed a bunch of shit. And then that's, that's what became the uh, director's yeah. cut. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, the theatrical cut. There is also apparently a director's cut that's floating around out there. It has a few random scenes uh, from the producer's cut and has some, I think there's a different uh, uh, kill. Like the way a kill ends is slightly different in that one. But for the most part, the two primary versions is theatrical and producer's. Like and they're worlds apart in terms of what the hell the movie's about. Right well, now, I just gotta go see the producer cut. Now, is this right? more? This is more of a horror movie. The theatrical cut is more of a horror movie than the producer's cut. I would say it's more of a slasher. Uh yeah, a slasher would be probably better. Yeah, I, well, I would, I would, yeah. So I, I would agree with that, and I would say the producer's cut is more in the tone of a suspense horror film. Okay, uh, there is very little blood. Uh, every. Every single kill, with the exception of the mom's kill in this film, is uh, cut or done differently um, or looks away. Um, the thing I, I, I would say, what? Which is very reminiscent of the original. A lot of people say, to be about? honest with you, the original, say what you you the original has, has graphic gore. In it, she gets. Are you talking about in this movie that we just watched, or are you talking about, talking about the six. original? Okay, we're thinking original. We're, we're talking original. Yeah, I think he's talking one. How long were you guys were talking about the? Why we're, are we talking about one? Because I'm comparing the yeah, original. I'm comparing the original Halloween to the producer's cut because I'm saying they cut away from a lot of the, the stuff in the original cut. So you're you're, you're uh, just saying so. that it sounds like the producer's cut is similar to the theatrical cut, where they don't need to show a lot of gore to get the point across. Not the theatrical, but the original film. Yes, like That's I'm saying the original. Film. Yeah, I'm saying it's more. It sounds like it's more in the style of the original film and this one mm. then the theatrical cut which sounds like it's more in line I'm with surprised a, it's literally more in line with a um uh friday the 13th i'm surprised there's not a mega ultimate cut that's just like the plot line of the producer cut and then all the gory theatrical <laughs> kills like cut in yeah not like the ultimate cut <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 crazy. But I I don't want to like. Do we want to dwell on this in the beginning? No. Or we want to go through the film. We can. I'll, no, let's, let's talk no. about Laurie Strode's family and how that all works out. That was an exciting conversation. Yeah, this is better, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jamie is uh, she's giving birth and she has this baby, 
And the, the guy in the cloak takes it away and he writes a D on it. And <laughs> yeah. you, I, you know, I thought the same thing. I was like, that's weird. Yeah, I was like, what is it? Douglas? Doug? <laughs> Naming it? I don't understand. Yeah, that. David? I don't know. What are we it's doing D. here? Dan? I don't, Daniel? Yeah, I'll I don't tell know. you what you do. See, you see a lot of baby D, and that's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, that part was kind of like, man, just like, just turn that fucking baby around. <laughs> stab it in the back. Don't stab it in the front. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways, so uh, so after that, she uh, has the baby. She's locked in a room, and the nurse comes back with the baby somehow uh, and says, run. Save your baby. Save your baby. And uh, she takes off. She does. And then the chase is on, and somehow Michael Myers is just there. Well, they're controlling him. This he fucking kills the nurse. Are they, though? We get the first kill. <laughs> I mean... Are they, though? The... the as it's explained later, yes, that they believed that they could control Michael Myers. Right. Yes, it, it backfires on them. Spoiler. <laughs> but yeah. Can't control evil, Mike. No, that's all right. You can't like, do that. You never control evil. You can't do that. And then we have uh, the, the game is afoot. The game is afoot. And then like <laughs> childhood me got the most excited because he heard uh, he heard the Halloween theme, but... With electric guitars and yeah, a little bit a of very... little bit of distortion and shred, yeah, <laughs> and I about lost my shit. Yeah, a little, yeah you did. The metal cut. I could t- oh my god, for real, the metal cut. First thing I noticed was that about this movie. It was like anytime Michael Myers was on screen, he like or he showed up, it was like it would be just this guitar, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, super whammy bar on yeah. that shit. Yeah, god. God. <laughs> so good. Dude, like, gotta oh, retune. Fuck. And here's the thing, though, man. Like, here's here's the thing. Here's the problem I had. I don't know. There's definitely different people playing Michael Myers in this movie. I, I'm you pretty so? sure of that. I don't think. I, no, I, it's one dude who played the shape sure? the whole did time. Yeah, at, like, I feel like I, wa- I watched the credits. There's uh, maybe one then, dude who played the shape the whole okay. time. Maybe right. then it's then maybe it's different fucking acting the, the styles ma- because of the the director the cuts. You know what it is? It's the mask itself no the body movements are yeah, real there's a weird few things there's a few things he that are off. Like, there's a there's when you watch him walk at first it, it's like an old man stiff like weird body i, I can't explain my it. biggest think? criticism is he's too almost too fast like in like some scenes when, yeah when he's pushing open the, the the looking for jamie follows her uh to the bus station mm-hmm. and follows her down into the bathroom whatever and the lights go out he's pushing the doors open i'm like w- w- his hand is moving like he like he's you you know, shoving it open, it's not like lurking or scary in yeah. any way. It almost seemed too forceful. Yeah. And like he was jittery and janky. Like you said, like when he'd move, it was always very kind of robotic and, mm-hmm. and quick. And I'm like, that doesn't really feel like the Michael Myers I remember. Right, the Michael Myers you remember, um, I was thinking about this when I watched it too, is that uh, he's more of like a stock and kill killer. We don't, though, as an audience, we're not usually able to view his stalking. Yeah. And this one, it was like we're watching Michael stalk someone. Whereas, like, in the first film, it's, I'm going to go down and get a glass of water. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Hey, and I got stabbed in the chest. Yeah. Where'd this guy come from? Waiting I have no idea. He was just waiting yeah, for me. Yeah, it's, it's not like Jason kills, yeah. where, like, you see Jason, like, chasing him through the streets of New York City, teleporting that's a great but point. This I didn't think is. about that. Like in yeah, this one, you do more see like more yeah. of him chasing people. I'm like, this is probably the first time I've ever seen Michael Myers run in this movie. Yeah. And I was like, that was a weird thing to see. When he's running down the hallway? Yeah. When he's walking. I don't know if he's running. He, it's like a really That's brisk. That's a run. It's like a really brisk it's walk. It's a brisk walk. It's, it's like a, a really walk. powerful That's walk. walk. That's as walking as you <laughs> can get before it's a run. Dude, yeah. it's definitely a Michael Myers mall walk. It's 100% what it is. 
Everybody should go do the Myers Mall Walk. So oh, good. the new dance! <laughs> the Myers the wall, street. mall Walk. Hitting the, the mall. Myers, Hitting the mall. The Myers Mall Walk. <laughs> But you didn't like the mask? I actually, there's only oh, one thing I didn't like about God. the mask. I didn't like the neck. I didn't like the neck part. I didn't say that. I said the mask might have been it because in multiple scenes, the mask seems to change. It almost looks like at one point it got ran over on set and it got stretched out weird. <laughs> like the the bottom flap was like poking out in some scenes, but it was like nice and tucked in mm-hmm. others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I personally love his mask in this one. I think I it's one of my favorite masks. I hate the mask in this really? one. Really? Yeah. Cause he's got like this, like it's like get a haircut, you hippie. Yeah, but you if you see I mean? five, if you see five's mask, you'd be like, this is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And isn't I, one of them? It's like almost his hair almost has like a fucking cowlick. Yeah, and mask. like it's there's no features to it, and like hey, this one, I don't know. It looks know. like old and it looks weathered too. I thought this one looked the most like store bought. Like, did that make sense? Which like, is good because that's part of, that's core to his story. Look, so it looks like it looks the the cheapest as it looks like it was taken off the you know out of a Walgreens. Then and it yeah. and it, it was looks like a Walgreens more exactly so in 2018. Yeah, I know we're not talking about that one, but uh, that one to me looked 2018 like it was, looked terrible. That, that was that looked like a store bought, which it is, I guess technically, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's what it is. Yeah. So they did their job, Chris. <laughs> what you're saying is you liked it. What I'm saying is <laughs> I did like it in Curse of Michael Myers. Yes, I thought Curse of Michael and Myers. that movie posters iconic too i hate to like jump all over the place but like i just that movie poster is like burned into my brain yeah. like with the colors like the blue and the so, way the shape of the mask is yeah exactly for yeah sure. so anyways jamie makes it out of this fucking treacherous place and you know michael myers shows up and he's chasing after mm-hmm. she uh ends up getting into a jeep when the guy gets does he get his fucking head ripped off he michael myers twists his head clean oh, off his fucking off. And the spine stick yeah. like shoots out that it was pretty bad Badass. Mm. I'll, I'll give it that. But at the same time, I'm like, is this the Michael Myers I know? No, this is a different one than the one it's I know. It's definitely Stronger. too strong, Michael Myers. Too strong. Yeah, it's, like it's magical Myers. Super mm-hmm. Shredder Michael Myers is what it so is. So in the producer's cut real quick, uh, that next snap is, uh, it looked like the same thing you would expect from like Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's it was more, a, I like It was that. a basic neck snap. Boom. Did he go, it doesn't ah, cut away. Did he do that? Did he go, it doesn't yeah. cut away and there's no blood or bone. <laughs> but, so. he didn't say, but he didn't say, yeah? He didn't say, yeah. Uh-huh, see? <laughs> That would be <laughs> so. They gored it up for the theatrical. They yeah. showed more blood. That's and guts. so weird. Yeah. I actually like just the normal next step. I think I'm gonna like the producer's cut better. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch it. You don't know. I, okay. I'm definitely gonna watch it. After yeah, I'm definitely gonna one. watch it. Uh, but yeah, clean snaps his head off. Blood guts going, and what happens? She has to scream for a good 30 seconds, then she bolts. <laughs> I just saw a man get his head fucking ripped off. I know, but come on, dude. I see a man get his head clean, ripped off. I'm on the gas, Mike. I'm not going to fucking sit there. Ah! <laughs> you, you fucking might. You fucking might, though. Go, go, go. And so, she, yeah, she's booking it down and the then road. She ta- yeah, then she takes off and she pulls up to the bus station, which this is another weird part for me. I'm like, there's no one working there. It's Back empty. In 20. Yeah. Why do you not? Why did you abbandon this perfectly good running truck? I don't understand. Like, did you run out of gas? Or I something? don't know uh, because she gets back into it at, yeah. uh, after the scene. I don't yeah. understand There's the so purpose. It's, of it. it's the the reason she goes to that bus station is uh, so we should mention the whole time that this is going on. There is a radio talk show that's playing in the background of just about every scene. Yeah. And um, they're just discussing Haddonfield and the fact that they've banned Halloween since 1980-something. Whenever, when, whenever when, Michael showed up. When, when Five ended, essentially. Um, and 
you know, people are calling in, and that's when we get to kind of introduce to Tommy. And I think Jamie hears this on the radio and is like, I'm going to jump on there. And yeah, if I if I make a call, I'll be able to contact, or try to get a hold of someone, you know? Yeah. She's hoping Dr. Loomis is out but there. Still, but still, I, I don't know. Such a, yeah, that I have a real problem with this fucking, like, Oh, yeah, it's plan. all such a long shot. Call the fucking cops. Like, why? She tried you... to. It said, due to the uh, inclement weather, all emergency yeah. services it's are like the... Get in the fucking truck, because you know, like, oh, yeah, but it goes... I'm driving to a fucking police station. I'm not going to call a goddamn fucking shock jock and be like, maybe Dr. <laughs> yeah. Loomis is fucking listening. <laughs> like, that's such a, like, a leap of faith. Yeah. I mean, You're she, wasting time. She's calling Stretch. And Stretch is like, hang up the phone. We can't <laughs> hang up unless you hang up. <laughs> hang up I'm the trying, phone. darling. <laughs> but Just yeah, blend she, the two together. But yeah, yeah. So she calls and she gets on there and she, yeah, she's calling out for Dr. Loomis and who cut, it, cut two. Thank God it has it. Who loves shock radio? He does. He's been listening <laughs> to it the whole Everybody time. Everybody does in this Dude. town. <laughs> the producer's cut makes this scene so much more uh, better. Ma- it ma- God, it you're makes selling it the fuck sense. out of this producer's cut, Kyle. Yeah, like in the theatrical version, we see Doctor Loomis like in this scene for what a handful of seconds, and yeah. this guy—it's mm-hmm. basically answers a question, someone talking about him on the radio, gets the door, then it cuts, and yeah. then it cuts back, and they're like, "Cheers," and then it cuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So po- plot point one that's completely different is the guy that shows up at Doctor Loomis in the beginning, who's Win. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor Wynn. He is currently the um, he's the what 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 do you call it the uh, head of the, the, the head of the head oh. of the mental side. Okay, and he's come over there to tell Doctor Loomis that I'm retiring and I have selected you. You're my choice to take over for me, and that's why he's there. And they're cheersing to his retirement at Smith's Grove. At Smith's Grove, yeah, and he's trying to get Donald Pleasance back at Smith's Grove as his replacement. Mm-hmm. As yes. his replacement, Doctor Loomis is a hundred. Thousand years old <laughs> at this point. Yeah. And he wants him to go back to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's that good. What the fuck? Yeah. That makes but- it. But cool. at and least at one point, though, in the scene, Wynn's like, why are you listening to this garbage? And he's like, oh, I'm recording it because it, they're doing a special on Haddonfield. That's what we need, because when it just has the theatrical guy, I'm like, Loomis wouldn't be listening. He'd be listening to some classical. Loomis class- is hard as fuck. He's into this, this He'd be this listening to classical shit. music. He not knows evil never dies, Cody. Yeah. So he's always listening, he knows, he knows just Michael's like Tommy Doyle yeah, and anybody like, else who experienced Michael Myers. Michael, they know. Michael is like, he's, he's like, Michael never said one thing. During during any of the interviews I had with him, but he did respond to the to shock jock. Yeah. <laughs> Talk radio. Yeah, Paul Rudd's Talk. accent in this movie is pretty it's funny. It's weird. It's like I, I can't tell what he's trying to <laughs> Vincent do. Vincent really. Price or something. Yeah, he's trying, he's, trying, he's trying to do the intro of this show. Uh, <laughs> it does sound Hall- just like it. Halloween is what he's yeah. trying to do. He just sounds like he's trying to sound like broken and damaged. Spooky. Bro, what the yeah. f- and spooked. It's the like, dumbest. I don't know why they let him get away with it, though. Because oh, they, pro- they probably told him to do it. That's what's awful. He probably came at it with like normal Paul Rudd yeah. fucking enthusiasm and like they were just like you need to tone that shit down and be more dark and brooding and he's just he like, like but I'm Paul Rudd. Dude, <laughs> I like, guarantee fucking to you they said that because I will say the thing <laughs> about the theatrical that's better. Dude, in the producer's cut he looks like fucking like Golem or something. Like huh? the whole film. Paul Rudd. They they cut so many scenes of him walking and looking over his shoulder from the theatrical version. <laughs> he does it like five or seven times in the producer's cut, uh-huh. and every time he does, he like drops his shoulder and he's like, "Yeah, 
That's how he looks back. That's, That's Paul really Rudd's scary look. You want to know yeah. the, the other it's, crazy thing they is? They like made sense, him look cool in this the came out. Oh, good. A cool? I don't no, know. I don't know, dude. <laughs> this is this is his cool because if you watch Bruce Cut, he is not cool okay. in the slightest. Like if okay. I had he to must pick, be really uncool. If I had one. to pick Tommy's, like I'm not going with this Tommy. Like no. out, out of movie series. I had to pick, pick a different Tommy. If I had to pick a Tommy, I'm not picking this Tommy. No, it's very overacted on him. Can part. I tell you something? Here's the most amazing part of it. This film came out in 1995. Mm-hmm. It's the same year Clueless came out. Yeah. Mm. So like that Paul Rudd exists in the same in some good genres that like year. it's weird because I never watch Clueless and say that Paul Rudd. I don't think he has a like a career in acting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, this guy's pretty good, man. I fucking see him in a, in a superhero movie maybe mm-hmm. where he turns into a small human being. Yep. <laughs> but like, yeah. But this, it's like he's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. He's overdoing it. That's he all is. I'm saying. Like, like I almost feel like they did give him a little freedom, and he thought he was going to be like. I, see, uh. I think it might be the opposite, dude. I think yeah. it might be like he was like, I want to do it this way, and they're just like, No, we need you to act this Maybe way. There's the just, fucking job. Do it your was job. a gothy time, man. Like '95 was a real yeah. gothy time. The 90s, man. So yeah, but like your point you had to be like the only, crow only Paul Rudd could answer yeah, this. But, as as I think there was in this movie, there were shots in this movie. Shots fired, Chris. Right? Because there was that joke like, well, it's not Michael Myers in space, right? Yeah, like, that was yes, great. Yes, what the yes. fuck is that? What the fuck's going on here? I like that. You know? But when did... Uh, wait, I don't know. There's a bunch of horror movies talking, in space that, that Right, it's time. not like the, they're talking about Jason X, right? Because Jason no, X came out I think they're later. just making fun of the fact that horror movies go to those extremes. Yeah, you don't I, have to talk radio stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't think he's calling out a specific movie. I think they're just like, oh, like we've well, done on this show. Oh, like, no, what yeah. do you do at the end of the series? You go to fucking space. You are putting like, again, it's it's a weird correlation between like heroes in films, though. You have Friday the 13th. You have uh, Tommy Jarvis. And then in Halloween six you have Tommy Doyle. Yeah, so you have you, Jamie as who was really the the one I would. Yeah, say. but like in this, honestly, they're trying to in this movie in Curse of Michael Myers, they're they're basically trying to replace the. I feel like they're trying to oh, replace are, the hero, yeah. and they're almost trying to replace the villain too with uh, what's her fucking what's her name son who hears the the man who speaks. Yeah. Yeah, who cares? Whatever that kid's Yeah, name is. that okay. Can we talk? We want to talk about another like bad actor. That that is a terrible kid actor. <laughs> I don't. I want to pick on kids. Like that's not no. That's not nice. But he's like he's not a good actor, man. Like, he looks sedated the entire time. Did yeah, he not? It, does, it definitely looks like they drugged him. They just put him in front of the camera. <laughs> Stand here. Don't fucking make us. Like don't make so. a peep. Yeah. So like one of those scenes that like takes too long and I feel like was completely unnecessary was like. The father who was like basically like Biff Tannen, like <laughs> for real was Biff Tannen. Like he was yeah. legit no Biff joke. Tannen. Like he was like this big burly like fucking like mean guy. And I just didn't understand like the dynamic of the family. Like I get that like this girl had come back to the family and that she had she given came back with a kid with a kid. Yeah. So maybe he was pissed off. But like the son is able to like almost openly mock the dad and the dad just seems like to take it like, Oh son, that's so funny. And then all of a sudden he just slaps the shit out of his daughter. And then you're like, Oh my God, he's like a fucking abusing fucking asshole. Like, I didn't understand this character at all or really why they had to put this in. Uh, I think it was just so you could cheer for somebody to die. Yeah. And like, here's the other thing too, that I thought was really weird about that. I'm trying to figure out the the whole timeline. Cause like her son's like, what? Five, ten. six, five. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that dude, Seven? That, no, he looks way, he looks, I, I'm going to say he's 10. 
He looks ten, six, no, seven. He had a mustache <laughs> and like no. fucking mustache, yeah, armpit hair. This no, kid, like, 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 yeah, six, 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 seven, eight, six, seven, eight. See, I thought he, he looked older to me because I was like, how old is she supposed to be? Because she's just starting college, so she's probably like eighteen. See, I didn't get that. No, I get that like she 20s. was going. No, back she's in to her college. late twenties. Yeah, she's yeah. going back to college because she's no, she's she hanging left, out with the college no, kids, no, dude. She left. She's hanging out with her brother, and his girlfriend. Yeah. So what? Who was his yo- her younger brother? Yeah. Know. So what? So she she uh, the way I took it, she left home, <laughs> got wild, did some fun shit, had a kid, and then couldn't take care of it, and then came back home. So she's po- t- she's probably right now at this point, based on kids' age, she's probably in her mid but to late twenties. Can I? This is the part I don't understand. Or even I even thought like so fucking twenty nine or thirty. The kid is supposed like is the the kid has the power of Michael Myers evil in him? No. He has some what kind he of know? hears the voice. Yeah, but yeah. they say that he that that's what Michael hears, and like there's right, that scene like, where he has the knife to she, the dad's stomach. What I'm trying to figure out is who did who is the father that this like normally oh, that doesn't like, have anything to do with it. I understand. That's what I'm saying. Like that's the thing that's confusing about it is just like are they insinuating that random people can become as evil as Michael Myers, or are they saying that there's a there's like, a link a link? And I'm trying to figure out like what was the link? Yeah, for her. To Michael, that her son ended up with that same psychopathic, because when Michael murdering behavior, when, when they lived in the Strode house, maybe they're saying the house was. You self. think the house is doing I don't it? Know. That's what I'm saying. Because when Michael they don't ever say it is not killing people during the week, and he's off on the weekends. He'd be at the club, meeting girls, yeah, getting down, having babies. Yep. You know, I mean that. That's what I was trying to figure out. Was like, is this supposed to be Michael Myers? Like, but how would she was, have had sex with Michael yeah. Myers? I was waiting for it. Well, oh, in no. the producers, yeah, I was waiting for that too, hoping it's that they would explain that. You, you, you made a I big think, deal. I'm not going to do it anymore. I think they simply are just part of the Strode lineage, and so there's some kind of yeah. But ma- Michael Myers is I not a Strode. It. But it's their house, part of the lineage. Though. They moved into his house, I guess. So he comes back to that house, and yeah, I don't know the, the, there's a heavy emphasis on the house itself as being the central thing that's core to his evil, his anger, and his rage. Right. Anyone that lives in that house is going to have so, to deal so with when Michael, Michael Myers, Myers which explains his why sister. he would show up at that house okay, during a YouTube show. So the house show. is possessing people, essentially. Oh my god, how pissed show. how pissed would like a YouTube show, or are you talking about a reality show I'm like talking they about did? eight. Like a reality show, like they did in Resurrection. I was making a joke about eight reality show, like they did in Resurrection. They have like head cams. Um, but how crazy would it be if the Poltergeist family moved into his house, and then at the very end of it, Michael like goes back there to kill him, but then the house is sucked up in the spirit world. I'm gonna tell you right now, if <laughs> right in front of him, if, and he's just shattered and he if cries. Any you movie see a tear come down the mask that would be the ultimate showdown between fucking Freddy versus Jason. It'd be Michael Myers versus Poltergeist. Yeah, Poltergeist. like he shows up at the house to go kill the family that's living there, and it turns out that the house is like the, the the house from the poltergeist like followed the well, kid. It, well it needs needs the family's <laughs> soul Land so that as like an adult. No, no, I wouldn't the, put it the past house, us the dude house needs that. the house needs the souls of that family to survive. So it's actually gonna protect that family from Michael, then Michael's going to turn his attention to take out the house. Yeah. And then it's Michael versus a house. It's Ma- Michael yeah. versus the house from Poltergeist. Well, now oh, that yeah. we figured out a better movie. 
episode six. Michael, <laughs> walk into the light. <laughs> no, you told Michael to stay away from the light. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it just falls through the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Covered in pink slime. Give me your knife. <laughs> <laughs> Let go of your mask. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, this. Okay. So where are we? So my. <laughs> We're talking Biff, Biff Tan and abusive Yo, dad. Oh, God. Well, so, I think this was just an attempt to get dude, people scared. It's another level no, of fear because it, seeing a parent abuse. Yeah, a shitty a man abuse a woman for one and a dad abuse a kid for two yeah, yeah. is a scary it's, thought for kids watching the da- movie. And he refers to her daughter as that, that little bastard of yours. Exactly. Yeah. Like, We're just trying to make on. this character as hateable Time as possible. They know kids outside. are going to watch this movie. Right. So. Here's the thing, though. Like, it, that, it can be effectively done and it is not effectively done when in When I was movie. a kid, I thought that was a scary that, thing. Yes, me dad too. Is, no, that dad is one yes. of the worst actors. He's a actors. piece of shit. Yeah, he's a terrible yeah, actor. Yeah, but it, just, it comes out of nowhere is the problem. And the mother is just yeah. as bad too. She's such a... Her, They're oh, all abused, God. obviously. But no, I'm saying... That, oh, that Except makes them for the son. Actors. That Except for the son actors. who has no problem talking shit to his dad without either burping in his face and shit and like does not give a shit. It's the cliche dysfunctional family. Yes. Like the meek mom who probably gets beat, the dad who's over really abusive and all the kids who just kind of are drunk. like fucked up from all this shit. Yeah, so. exactly. Like oh. it's the cliche exactly. situation. And, and I can tell you right now, as a young audience when this came out, it worked. It worked. And mom death scene... Cause I didn't want the mom to die. Yeah, I, I didn't wanted, want her to I, die. She didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I felt bad for her, and if then I she died. See, exactly. If I had to see the mom Skechers one more time and her fucking <laughs> running away, that, I that, swear to God, that, that cracked me up. Cause I was like, oh, she's definitely getting away. Getting, getting away. She got mom shoes on right now. Dude, they just kept on showing it over and over. It was like, it was like, uh, cut to her panic face. Cut to her shoes. Cut to her Michael's uh, panic face cut in the mask. Sneakers. Michael's <laughs> panic face. That's Michael's my favorite face, face that he makes. <laughs> cut to the shoes. Uh, I was like, goddamn, were they running a shoe? commercial here it was ridiculous <laughs> yeah but i do remember i don't know why that scene stuck with me yeah, like me the, the sheet scene in the backyard and plus like Absolutely. that dude that's a good that's a good that's I feel, a good scary but I feel scene like it's you don't even that, see shit that's been done before he's in the wrong business but it's an axe and it comes down hard yeah, yeah. michael's in the wrong business what business that motherfucker had a cleaning business. business if he had uh. a cleaning business that he's fast he's efficient shit sparkles when he when he's done <laughs> <laughs> like it is amazing how quick he cleans up a body and tons of blood all over. She, he did laundry. <laughs> the motherfucker did laundry. That's how you do a good kill. You know, yeah. good clean. When you got those supernatural abilities, you have like a, it's like a no blood cloak. Like it keeps all the blood. No, off the you. crazy thing is that he literally did laundry, Chris. He went downstairs, put the blood oh. soaked <laughs> fucking rag. That's true. Yeah, but that he only, she, he only did that as machine. a game. He only did this as a game for yeah, the, for the yeah. dad. It's, it literally is only thrown in there when he, he needs my, to get the dad down. To lure him that's down my, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Other, Tons of serial killers do that shit in but, these movies but, all the fucking but Michael time. Myers, like Michael Myers, I thought like was supposed to be the 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 pure evil. No, no, this like gives him a personality, right? Kind of yes. like play the Joker and you, Dad. So does tipping your head to the side, you yeah. know, like that. Which I mean, that's been like for day one. Yeah, I feel like he has personality. Yeah. Like even if you don't really, I don't know. can't really define it that well. He's real, he's real Freddy's dead in I, this I, one. You I, know I, what I mean? Real yuck it up for really? last. Michael I don't Myers. know. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Know. This. No way. No, Michael Myers no way. has always been the type of person where I always thought there was someone beneath that mask with like a whole psyche. Yeah. Jason doesn't. Jason just comes off as like a monster, dead monster. Yeah, exactly. That's just barreling through shit. 
Zero emotion. It's just right. it's just basically an inanimate object rolling down a hill. Right. Which is why yeah. this movie well, I think is weird to me because they do try to make him uh, relatively invincible. I mean, like oh, they make I him mean, invincible, but they yeah. also like with the mask. Like each time they they. they they're obviously trying to pay attention to how emotive the mask itself is, you know? And in this one, I feel like they give it a little bit more definition. Yeah. So you okay. get, you yeah. do get those, like, it does throw off a vibe of him being more, I don't know if it's more ruthless or what, but it's chiseled out more. So it yeah. makes him heart more hardened and, and mm-hmm. maybe vicious, which in this film, I would say the kills are pretty vicious compared to this, all the previous. Yes, no, this is the most violent absolutely. Myers that I've seen. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, like Exactly. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, no, I, I do. I, I feel like this is the most violent Myers that it I've totally seen. It totally is. Mall. It totally is. The kills in this are some of the goriest. Very much so. Yeah, I thought series. that that was and I, well. And, and yeah. I don't hate seeing him this way. Honestly, I don't. But it, it's just, I guess it's this is, it's one of the more inconsistent series. I feel like in 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 the horror genre. I would say Friday or Nightmare on Elm Street is one of the more inconsistent. That goes really? off the fucking rails. Like I mean, like they kind of follow the same story though. Like where no, I'll, I no the no, character is yeah. like a motherfucker. I agree in, with you. In, in that, this Street. one does feel like when you got one and two that feel very much the connected, same. Yes, three on its own. Four and five feel connected. Because it's like they're made back to back, same people in all of them, pretty much. It's like a very continuation, like of that same night, or not the same night, but like right from after that. And then when six happens, it's almost like they're trying to reinvent it a little bit, and 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 they're giving put, it that nineties charm, that grunge, that grungy. I don't know, like, how's that any different charm. than New Nightmare? New Nightmare fucking does that too. Like yeah, it has true. to reinvent. New the Nightmare, whole... New Nightmare yeah, exactly. had to reinvent it because of Freddy's dead. <laughs> right, right. And right. I feel like yeah. Wes, I feel like Wes Craven was like, I'm not gonna let you shit all over well, this. Why isn't Why isn't five the end of my? Eight's summer? probably Freddy's dead, like the equivalent. Resurrection, okay. just because it's I mean, like yeah, out there. it's just like an that. out there concept. H two O is great. Resurrection H two O is actually not as bad as I like. I like, I like to joke around about H two O just because, like, I remember that was the first time I went to go see Michael Myers, and I actually really liked that movie, and which is what made me go back to like watch the series a little bit because I was like, I never saw Michael Myers as like a really. It's so weird. I, I just didn't see him as a big fucking character. I thought he was a knockoff of Jason, but that's because I was like a kid that didn't know any better. Mm. I feel like but even H2O, in H two O, the kills weren't as brutal. No, as no they're not. No. But H two O does suffer a little but bit from that early like two thousands. Yeah, but like, yeah, but H two O at least H two O goes away from this one and the fact where they kind of bring him back to being more human. This one, they definitely made the decision like we're going to give him this spiritual story so that we can make him like we can make him. Ja- they basically make him Jason in mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. which I don't. Does that make for a good Halloween movie? I guess. I, don't know. I mean, we just said we to... like the kills being a little more violent. Yeah, I like, do like the kills being more yeah, violent. The, I, will, I do yeah, like that. The, the, the theatrical version definitely tries to make him. That's the for one thing that I think stands out the most is like if I look at the two versions, it's like the producers kept clearly like this. They're trying to actively sell the audience on the fact that Michael is, is just a man. So like his power, his strength, mm-hmm. his strength levels are, are limited. And this one, yeah, they definitely just ramped that shit up they and made ramp- him strong. But that way you also have like a more exciting ending with more. I, of- agree. I do agree with that. Like, it's just yeah, it's it's just like it's hard to f- it's hard to figure out where you fall with this one because it is so vastly different from the other ones, you know. I mean, and but then, it maintains it has that, that it, it does not going to say vastly. No, no, it, I wouldn't say that either. And in fact, I think it has improved in this one. I would say it's improved on some things, like the lighting. I thought was really like cool in this movie. 
Yeah. I, you know, like they always played up on the blue and like the sh- like really harsh beams of light yeah. coming through things. Yeah, and I think I they kind of really nailed it in this one. Like this was shot in Salt Lake City and it does feel like more like the Midwest, you well, know. Yeah, it's supposed to be Illinois. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's like they did it. I feel like they did a good job with like the settings and the scenery and like the locations know, and like lighting. The, I, I thought that. I thought it was good. And honestly, as a fan of the series of the films and fan and being a fan of all the other top horror franchise series. Like I, I was more than excited to see more brutal, gory Michael. See, uh, for me, there's a lot of what you mentioned. Sometimes makes it feel like a fucking nineties music video. I feel like, well, but like, and that's where I have like a little bit of a of a, of a, of a problem with it because that it does not age the nineties. But that's the way the 90s I felt about Freddy's Dead. Like, like the 90, they're all yeah, like the, all the, these nineties films look like shit. We've yeah. I feel like we've said that on the air several well, times. I don't think this movie really looks like. Shit, it doesn't well, age okay. well. Looks like shit from the sense of it. Do, everything does look like look, a nineties. Like, there's some nineties shit. Like there's some like like some weird effects that they do. You know when somebody's screaming, it's all tracery. It, you know, like that, like there's some nineties metal, metal cut that they do, think, and like the Dutch angles and the moving camera, like really fast in and yeah. out. You know, so I see what you're saying about the music video style. Yes, like it's very fat. Like they try to push in and pull they out and be very chaotic. Try to speed up. They try to speed up. That's the thing. Again, we'll bring that up because even with the running, they definitely try to speed up. Michael Myers they in do. this film. They well, do. even with the, the cut style, yeah. even with the cut style, because you have those jump cuts that are like strobe lights. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I feel like it, I can say that like The Crow is still a beautiful movie. Going back and look at it, but it is nineties as fuck. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Like it's super dated, but it's still like a beautiful film. I would like, say you just have to get in that mindset of like, okay, this yeah. is just the. It's so exists in its own fashion. 100% agree with Mike. But uh, no, no, but also like I feel like the crow is also no. Yeah, because also <laughs> the crow is more, more. I feel like more fantasy and more fantastical than this movie. And I don't know. There's like demons and shit, and like Satanists and stuff. This is the. I think this is like one of the more fantastic. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I th- I feel like this is one of the more fantastical. Halloween movies. It I is. Think, uh, absolutely. Like they're tying it, it, it to the devil. It, they're tying. They're, that's they're, what, I they're, don't like that. They're about trying it. hard to, to incorporate a supernatural element yes. into it. And the producer's cut is about a thousand times worse. I don't like that element. In terms of I will say, trying to force supernatural. I will say, it. I do not like that element because I like my. I don't like I don't like it either. I like my Michael Myers human and I just like him as a crazy fucker and that's why he's out to yeah, kill Yeah, but him. here's the thing like, being upset that he seems like high speed and unstoppable, they're trying to make him like that. Like, he's been like that since four. Four, he was unstoppable. Fuck, two, he was unstoppable, too, because he, like, still survived from... He's always been this tank that could take a bunch of bullets for no reason. So, in this one, I think they're just kind of putting it a little more on display that, yeah, Myers is kind of on that tank status, tank level status, you know? So... He definitely, in this one, I I feel like you could put him up against, like, uh, a Jason Voorhees. Yeah, absolutely. In this this one. I feel like you could put this this one up against him and you have a good fight. You know, uh, and, there, and don't get me wrong, there is things I liked about it, and there is shot certain shots I do like about it. Like when he, when they go back to the hospital after they've gotten the baby, and like he, the, he, he turns on the evil people, kind of to get into the ending here, but he turns on the evil people, and it's a real like Jurassic Park shoot her moment when he's in the <laughs> like the yeah. fucking or uh, what's it the uh, like Operating when the a- when the alien gets loose in uh, oh in, in uh, Independence Day. In, uh, Independence Day. Uh, yeah. It's a real like that kind of scene where you just see like these quick cuts of blood splattering against windows yeah. and faces, and he's just went through at least. I feel like there was only five people in there, but I'm pretty sure he killed twenty. 
<laughs> I, I actually like that scene. I was I actually quite it. impressed that by scene. that scene. I was like, that's weird. Like, because it feels so not like a Halloween scene. It doesn't. No. I always remember that scene. It definitely feels like an kid. action he scene. He walks down the hall. He stops at the tray table full of weapons. And then yeah. he picks up that giant machete thing. And just like, oh, fuck yeah. I was like, I've definitely never seen that tool in a hospital. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're not be looking at the right ones. You know, yeah, a, tool bag. What are you cutting with that? Like, so. Let's if we're skipping over a lot of the other kind of like, and let's be honest, it's like incidental bullshit, right? Like yeah. Tommy is like There's fucking a party here that and, happens, yeah. like you know, in the town, and everybody's there, and then people start dying. The radio DJ the dies. Yeah, you know, like he's a, it's pe- a festival, which, yeah. I, which I think is the, is the most MTV '90s part of this film. Is like, I mean, if you're talking about '90s like MTV era, yeah. I was like, some of this dialogue's ripped straight from Beavis and Butthead. Oh, yeah. man. straight up. There's yeah, a, it's really a weird. Distinct line for sure. <laughs> I think there is a ha ha ha, right? Yeah, Doesn't he does that. A... I think it looks cool. <coughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, like, oh yeah, like, where are we? we? Should probably explain where we're at. We're at all some over the place. Yeah, I'm just trying to skip covered? over all the bullshit of yeah. just okay. Here we go. Tommy teams up yeah. with fucking the, the Strodes, yeah. and they're trying mom to get gets, the mom gets killed. The uh, the our main girl she gets home and Tommy's in her house with her son and then they go over to Tommy's house and then the dad gets killed and then the brother and girlfriend get killed and Tommy gives this entire backstory about um, Thorn and yes. his oh, theory God. about My- Michael Myers' strength. So stupid, by the way. I don't need this. Those like Aztec tiles on his computer. They're like yeah. really trying to show off like screensavers at the time. Yeah, yeah. it was definitely like fucking the net. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, Ever since I found this thing also, called the internet. Also, can I just say like how calm that woman was about what? Tommy like peeping on her like and being. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't really ever address to the protect fact her. That no, I understand yeah. that, but like, she finds that out like much later. Like, <laughs> why isn't she just That's like, why, why is this fucking oh, okay. I love like, how, like, it's so deliberate right off the bat, too. It's like 10 minutes in, and it's like uh, like a five minute scene of this woman slowly getting into her underwear only to find somebody peeping on her. And it's just, I don't know, it just felt the to me. The scene is longer in the producer's cut. Yeah. <laughs> is it really? It's like, yeah. man, what, no, we're getting, we got this. We're shooting this today. <laughs> we're getting all this footage in here. Yeah. So, Better get it. There's a, okay, so. Now that we're skipping over all of this, right? Like right. We're, we're in the thing. It's not necessary. It's just can of fodder. Tur- tur- turns out that fucking uh, Loomis's friend is actually the head priest of this weird fucking culty shit. Right. And that's the big thing. But they're trying to control Michael. Now here's the part that I don't understand. Right. That I I'm asking if this is a part of the producer's cut. Okay. There is a scene where uh, Michael is murdering all these people, these doctors who are right, trying to do Right in the operating room. Right. And then the. Tommy and the gang fucking walk into a room and there's like a split second shot where they're like showing some sort of like DNA something mm-hmm. which led me to be like, like wait a second are they saying that like they're trying to like recreate the Myers gene that tr- creates yeah. evil yeah they're trying to create offspring okay but so who when are they showing that in any way in the Okay, so that's the thing. They don't show that in any way in the theatrical. Yes, that's in the producer's cut. What is the explanation to that? Spoiler alert, in the producer's cut, uh, Jamie, uh, the child she gives birth to, is Michael's during a ceremony. Oh, Michael has sex with I was hoping that was going to be the answer. We don't see that. We don't see that, but it is, an inse- <laughs> it is a heavily implied incestual child okay. where they have this, this ceremony and everyone's dressed in robes, and Michael slowly walks up the stairs to the left, and it's all candles, and she's laying down that table, and like waiting for Michael. So, to, but here's the thing: is yeah, is Mike is it is, is it to be understood though that the that the 
the priests are actually trying to capture the child to keep it, and Michael is just trying to kill it because he thinks it's like some sort of abomination or something? No, this is totally different in the producer's cut. Um, Holy shit, I gotta watch this. You know what? Fuck, man, I just gotta watch this uh, entirely different well, film, Well, I'll, I'll give you a run. I mean, <laughs> the, whole, the whole gist of the producer's cut is this co- core concept that Michael is, uh, it's very much Jason Goes to Hell. Okay. Michael is an entity that mm-hmm. can move between people and oh. be and and the the power of Michael is transferred. Michael is saying and he touches on in a theatrical cut where he talks about the runestone of Thorn and how Thorn was bestowed on a child of one family and that family's sacrifice would be make everyone else in the village safe. Well, in the Bruce cut that whole conversation is a lot longer and he basically explains that the child who's bestowed with Thorn then has to murder his entire family to then to create the blood sacrifice. And essentially what's happening is that Michael was bestowed Thorn. It's his job to now kill his entire family. The baby that he gave birth to with his niece Jamie being the last one. And at which time when that child is killed, his job will end and Thorn will be then transferred to um to uh Kara's child, the little boy in this okay. one. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. And that's why when in the producer's cut. He act, that we actually show him walk into the house at night at the beginning, and go up to that bedroom. It's not like a weird like. There's no one there. It's like no, oh, he's clearly in their fucking house right now. Oh. Um, but that's why he's picked. They've got this child chosen as the next one. Huh. All right. Um, well, there we go. And the producer's cut. I'm going to say this. <laughs> the producer's cut ends with, um. Michael paying child support. Basically, after the the movie completely changes gears after sh- uh, that one woman oddly just leaps out of a window. Dude, what? Yeah, yes, that makes no Her, fucking uh, sense. Real Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Moment? Yeah, I was yeah. like, why would she do that? And when I was watching Bruce, I was like, huh, that's stupid. I don't remember that from the original. And then I was like, no, it's in both movies. <laughs> it still makes no goddamn sense. I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. I, so the way those scenes differ is as soon as we cut in the producer's cut, she is now strapped down to the table in the okay. same way that Jamie was strapped ah, down. Okay. Um, and... Um, Paul Rudd is convinced that he can use good rune magic to stop Michael. So he's got a collection of like acorn looking things. And the end of the film, how he stops Michael from attacking them and killing them at the elevator where the gate was closed, he put creates a circle of stones, does some magic, and then Michael freezes in that spot. And doesn't move. Oh my and he breaks the thorn curse. Now I know why they fucking were like, maybe we should go with another version. <laughs> yeah. Because that sounds... F- it, you know that what? You had me awesome. sold on the producer's so cut until that fucking scene right yeah. there. No, Paul Rudd's basically so running this. around what? in a cloak fucking the entire stupid. end of the film. The whole time he's at, he's at the, at, um, the mental wow. asylum, he's running around in a cloak and... Uh-huh. Um, it, it's, he's just basically, it's him following people. Oh, and the funny scene when, when Loomis can, uh, uh, confronts Wynn in this version, he's got a suit and tie on in that version, he's full cloak and his, all of his henchmen are in full cloak. And that's it. Like all the characters are dressed completely differently in the producer's cut. The scream of Dr. Loomis at the end, Dr. Loomis gets the thorn tattoo magically appears on his wrist. And he realizes that now that Wynn is dead. It's He's, his job to now control the next which Michael ties into and him this taking cult. over the fucking thing when he was retiring. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, and Jamie yeah. doesn't die until like halfway through the movie. 
So she, in the beginning at the pumpkin patch, she gets, uh, she just, Michael just stabs her with a regular old knife. Okay. And what? she lives and she ends up in a coma and there's a whole lot of extra exposition about her at the hospital and Loomis going back and back. And then she's eventually uh, killed by a silencer, Again, silenced gun. Not, not, not Weird. selling me on the producer's cut. Dude. I don't know. That, it's some like wackadoo shit, I, I man. I can't believe it's like legit a totally different movie. It is. A completely different <clears throat> film. Although Jamie's death is pretty goddamn cool in the theatrical cut. It is. Cut. Dude. That's, yeah, what I'm saying. that's why I was getting bummed. I was texting you guys. I'm like, oh, they took out all the cool shit because that's a great kill and the dad's head exploding. Yeah. That's a great yeah, kill. That's, that's, a great that's great not kill a producer too. cut. Producer cut, he just pins him to the wall and he just sits there. Yeah, there's got to be a happy medium between these two. That's what I'm saying. They need to make an cut. ultimate cut where it takes the gore from this and, and, yeah, and omits the, the occult of that as well. Yeah. There's nine, can't have that. If there's 900,000 cuts of Blade Runner, there can be a, yeah, that's true. a, a third cut of yeah. Halloween 6. Someone's going to do Michael it. Myers. Somebody will. Yeah. With more metal music. I will say I really I, I like Tommy's story in the theatrical one better because in the theatrical one, there's a clear thing where Tommy faces his demon. Yeah. I do like that scene. <sighs> and I like, I like oh. that where it's like, he kind of grows and then he's like, he's like, he, sh- he first shoots him with that fucking like beanbag gun or something yeah. in his shoulder. And it's like, Tommy really steps up and kind of gets, get finally gets that, that, you know, gets to close that chapter of his life. Whereas this one, like none of that is even focused on really that he's like trying to, be destroy a demon that's haunted him or anything, you know. I'm not. Yeah, I I just not a big fan of the the character Tommy Doyle at all in this movie. Like, I like uh, him. I think he's a little. He, no he's Jarvis. he's not. He's not, <laughs> his performances aren't the best. I'll say that. But I overall, I like him as a I, character. Yeah, I still I still think that again, like going back to like this being a product of its time. I just feel like this was the type of fucking. Anti-hero that was John, popular at that time yeah. was like dark fucking like oh man I'm fucking like yeah, a rebel and shit exactly like I Absolutely. just feel like that was but what did, they made did, him do I don't know because he to me he didn't come off as a rebel he came he still came off as kind of a weirdo like oh, it's like, like a, a look. like it's a, a whole fidgety look like no yeah weirdo that doesn't go out of the house it's that fucking dialect that he's using man it's just so weird yeah with yeah he's like I thought he was gonna be like I was like is he the radio host and I just forgot because like the way he's talking like right in the beginning he narrates over the like Michael, the front of it. I'm oh, like, yeah. comes out it. I was like, oh, is he like the is he like the radio host? And I forgot about it. And I was like, nope, he's just a guy that talks like that in this movie. Mm-hmm. So when we come back, we'll talk more about Halloween Six: The Curse of Michael Myers. What What do you know about Michael? I know he's still out there. People in this town they want us to believe he's dead, but I know. I've always known. She is the last of his bloodline. No, not to Loomis. She's not the last. Oh, God. There's a family, relatives of the people who adopted Lori, the Strodes. They're living in the Myers house. Dr. Loomis, about Michael. Meet me tonight, at 9 o'clock at the campus rally. Tommy, wait! Wait! Let's get into the end of this film, shall we? Good, because I don't understand it. What don't you understand? Okay. So, okay. They make all this repeated thing about like guns not being able to stop Michael Myers. Apparently, like whatever he, what did he shoot with a fucking grenade launcher? Like it's a beanbag gun. It's okay, like a it's a beanbag control. gun. Okay, he shoots him with that. Like it, they, I feel like they make this point to say that Michael Myers can't die because he is like evil incarnate. 
right? But it turns out that like only what like drugs can do it though. <laughs> like I don't understand why yeah. that did they find the chemical imbalance in evil and like <laughs> break it Liquify down? It? Yeah, and then it was like slightly neutral. Yeah, I was wondering. Like, <laughs> like I don't understand. I was like, what? Indifferent. What? what? Lime flor- fluorescent green. Yeah, I, I mean, oh, don't even cooler. get me started. Because <laughs> what, what ends up killing him is that fucking Tommy beats the shit out of him with a fucking crowbar. Like, it's yeah. like a big fucking yeah. pipe. Right. Yeah. So, so it's like a, like a heavy sedative of some kind that's putting him down and like yeah, allowing, allowing them down. the opportunity to then unload on him. However, if this doesn't make any him. sense because, like I said earlier in the episode, four ends with him getting just shot up to hell, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. He must just heal up. It's just a weird thing. Like, I don't understand exactly what the filmmaker was trying to say. With I, I don't his think death. the filmmaker was trying to. The filmmaker was, try, was clearly trying to not kill Michael in this one because obviously the end end is just the mask left over on the floor, and you hear Doctor Loomis screaming in the distance. Right. right? So this ending, I don't. It, I think it was it was the same as any other one where it's just like you can only subdue, you can never kill, and that's what I think they were really pushing that with the theatrical ver- version, which is like evil never dies and yada yada yada. So like, is the understanding that Michael, like, you beat him to death and he fucking turns into a green puddle of ooze and like materializes some fucking where else? What the fuck? No, what are you talking he about? He does turn into a green puddle of he's ooze. He's like no. bleeding fucking green. Like, I think that's he's... just a stylistic choice well, to make him seem melancholy. Mel- but him. what yes, I'm saying is, absolutely. okay, let's say if Michael Myers comes back. Then how does it do? He just gets did, back up. He did come back. You see it at the end of this movie. You His hear mask it. is left down on the ground, and he's gone. Yes, he right, get, right. He, but I assume he, gets he melted himself or something back. like that. No, he just got his face beaten with a pipe, well, and instead of red blood, they chose to use green because it looked cool. <laughs> really, I thought he was like yeah. melting or some shit. No, that's man. what I'm saying. Like when you when you when you highlight some of the the lighting choices of this film, like that's where I kind of have a hard time with it because there's part of this, of this movie that feels real fucking like Batman and Robin, like that fucking like lighting like the choice. Schumacher one, yes, okay, yeah, like that lighting choice where I'm just like this fucking '90s lighting yeah. oversaturated. Uh, oh, look. I yeah. hate this shit. Yeah, yeah. And this one that's had part, a lot of that's part, that's part of it too. It. Because I thought th- I thought the same thing as Mike at first. I was like, "Oh, what's what? Okay, green slime. Okay, what are they trying to say here?" And then I was like, "Oh, they just went with that because it looked cool." Yeah, like, I that's thought it, it just. I thought so it, there was no deep meaning. I thought it looked like there's just like a bunch of like mucus seeping know, like out of his said, fucking mask. Yeah, I mean, like, it was a throwback to Halloween three in a weird no way. No one throws back to Halloween three, Chris. They might have been a fan at the time. No one was a fan at the time. It wasn't until 2019 that fans showed up for (laughs) fucking, yeah, I'll say it. I'm not afraid to say it. Can I say something, though? I do actually think that there is a weird tie-in to fucking three. And I think it's like the devil worshiping thing. Like, I feel like it's... Well, that one also focused on a rune... Stone of runestone of some sort. It was fucking Stonehenge, but that's also druids, right? Mm -hmm. Like, but it was, but it was also like a group of people that were like trying to like control the world, essentially. And you get the impression that this, like, here's the thing I was trying to figure out: if the DNA thing with him, like, trying to make another evil Michael Myers, are they trying to like make an army of Michael Myers? A clone? Oh, Clone Wars. 
I don't think so. I, I think they're trying to harness evil. I think they're trying way. to harness evil and control but to like it. What end? Like to, just to, just to mean, have it to be the most powerful pro- people, yeah. maybe. But to, you only have one guy. I mean, like if you can uh, beat him to death with a cane, like he's not that him, great. You don't have Halloween, one guy. Yeah, dude. Halloween's you know, after this was Halloween Seven Clone Wars. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. I, I, but I'm not even joking. I thought that was the uh, like the, I thought that scene was the end means of that. It was like okay, they're trying to recreate a mu- another Michael. Are they trying to make multiple Michaels? I think so. Oh, which but is- that feels like part three. <laughs> that feels like like some weird, sinister like no, group trying to. Oh, I see. What like, you're it sounds like this fall on NBC. <laughs> multiple Michaels. Multiple Michaels. <laughs> which Michael is the best Michael? Do they even know? It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it sounds That's like. So funny. Hilarious. <laughs> Like three Michaels in a room, like jamming out air guitar to a song together. Yeah, there's like the really clean Michael. There's like yeah. the really dirty Michael. Yeah, then there's the nerdy. It's like it's, one. Like the, it's, so, like, it's just like the movie Multiplicity. Like there's one that's like a little off because he's been Michael too many times. Any, <laughs> I was just picturing any '90s sitcom with like kids and just putting Michael into all of those intros. Like there's at least one Olsen twin in it. <laughs> there's the twins Michaels. Yeah, the twin Michaels. <laughs> but you can't tell them apart from any of the other Michaels because they're all wearing the same mask. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, God, there's the identical Michaels. I don't ever know which Michael is Michael. <laughs> uh, uh, with Loomis screaming at the end, I almost feel like that was an afterthought. Like, maybe... Very much Like, so. did he pass away? And then they're like, well, we, the, you know, like, this is how we'll end his character. Or was that written into the script, I wonder, previously? No. I feel like... That was not written in the script. It wasn't? No. Man. Because um, I feel like... No, that scream is the scream taken from the original take of him seeing the thorn tattoo appear mm. on his arm when they okay. did back. So he passed away, I think, eight months before the film was released, but well after all the reshoots had been finished and the film had been like gotcha. in, in the primary editing stages. Uh, but yeah, I think they threw that in there, though, as a way to end the character because either way, both versions ended the character of Loomis because mm-hmm. he essentially now has the curse of thorn and... Mm-hmm. Whatever, so, but they're trying to find a unique way to do it. I think I like this version better because it leaves me wondering, like, he finally faced Michael and and he unfortunately died in the battle. That's the Halloween I want to see. <laughs> yeah, that's but like, you no, don't that, get that, Loomis anymore, so what are no, your that's options? that's what I mean. Like, like, that's what I want to see in, like, these sequels or a remake or whatever. It's like, I want to see the story told from Loomis's side of him like trying to hunt down this fucking killer that's you like had the that remake? for like four films. That was four, five, I know, but like two, <laughs> one. I, like I was saying, like that's what I want. Like now, still to this day, like give me that. You remake. want Loomis to come back with his trench Honestly, coat? Honestly, because I, I think it's all like oh, yeah. I, I actually thought it was trench just coat and a, gun just doctor. a cheap, cheap, like horror ending. They do that a lot in horror oh, movies no. where you're like, oh yeah, and it ends like this, and you go and then they pretend like that never actually really happened. <laughs> And you're just like, what was that scream? And it's like, oh, yeah, no, nothing. Maybe she just saw Michael. Like, <laughs> he just clearly sounds like he's dying. Yeah. I know, I but like, I feel up. like when I, I always run by the rule if you can't see a body, he ain't dead. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, definitely in these kind of and movies. Is it really, and that's like, it's kind of like, I know, obviously they didn't know, but like, it is a really weak send off for the. In my argument that, that I was just trying to make by if like having a remake that focuses really on him, the biggest hero of the series, rather than than Laurie, because 
come on. Like, Loomis is really the hero of the story, right? Like, I mean, he's the one who really continues through the, he's the one who's series. Yeah. Connects all the dots, right? Like, yeah. he's the one who's always on he's the hunt. Every single one, he's always hunting Michael down. Well, I mean, but they changed that, though. Now it's all about Laurie, and I'm okay with that as well. Yeah. The new one? Yeah, like the new one. Because oh. that's supposed to be taking place after two, right? That's like yeah, the direct after one, to, to, after to one. direct sequel. Yeah, they're just they're pretending like all this other shit didn't even happen. Right. So it's like I don't know. There's a part world. of me that kind of like I don't know. I guess it depends. Like I I I like the concept of a, of a final girl like constantly being like rebrought in to like, I like take the out Loomis thing. verse. I want the final the Loomis final verse doctor. More. It's Loomis verse versus Strode verse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like Loomis verse better. The final doctor. I like that. Yeah, yeah the final girl is final doctor. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I do. I like and that. he's like old school doctor. That's what I like about Loomis. He's always got a, like a 38 special on him. Like it came with his. Like, yeah, it came yeah, with his. Li- it came with his like doc his doctorate. Yeah, it's like here's doctorate and. Uh, thirty. Well, it's, it's back in the day, like with all the other episodes of uh, shows with doctors in it. They're always badasses who can, or basically awesome cops. They always yeah. have guns. On. Right. Yeah, they're they're like He's they're like that old school. They're like a, yeah, they're old school. Like like that nude. also like might have volunteered <laughs> as a detective sometimes. Yeah. you know what a great television show that would be. Just like it's just <laughs> cop l- doctor. It, no, it's cop just doctor. <laughs> cop doc. Cop doc. <laughs> I'm, I'm still stuck on the Loomis story thing, where it's the Loomis verse, where it's just Loomis like. <laughs> It does, you know, across what? taking a cross country a trip, like trying to hunt down Michael Myers as he's killing his way back to Haddonfield. Like you can make a, a series out of that. One hundred like two episodes of a series at best. Oh, you're so wrong. You could keep going with that because he's. You, you if can, they take you him can to make New it York, if you made it like episodic, like like Loomis, like is constantly tracking Michael, but he keeps coming across like other demons and such. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. And he uses that the power of insane. medicine and psychology to beat them. And a gun. And, and a gun. And, a, and, a, and, and gun. just one and, and, just and a one good revolver. revolver. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, guys, what do you say we rate this mammer jammer? Uh let's rate it thorns, shall we? How many every How many thorns has its thorn? <laughs> <laughs> so uh how many are you gonna give it? Michael Sucio. Um, I'm gonna give it like like a two and a half. Ooh, wow! Like maybe that's a little high, but like I, I feel like you're. It Not doesn't. High enough. It doesn't feel like a Halloween movie in a lot of areas, but like some of the places where it definitely doesn't, I think it's still pretty good. <laughs> like the, the, it has good deaths. It just has cool fucking kills. They don't feel like Michael Myers kills, but like they're still cool kills. And uh, I can't say that I did dislike that. Um, there's a the. It's so weird. It, I hate to say I don't like the metaphysical aspect of all of this movie, but if I were to take Michael Myers like my idea of what I think Halloween should be versus what this movie is, like I'm okay with it. If it does feel like it takes place in a different alternate universe where like Michael Myers is being explained in a metaphysical way versus like just a regular serial killer way. Um so in a in a way like I don't know. I feel like if it wasn't a Halloween movie and they used this, I'd be like, "This is kind of a cool movie." <laughs> so, like, I I don't hate the idea. It just feels out of place. That's all it is. So, I guess what I'm saying is, it's it's not a great movie. I don't think it's the worst of the series, but um, I I don't think it's a good movie by any stretch of the imagination. Let's put it that way. But it has some it has some <laughs> things going along with it, which is why it's an average score. Jesus Christ, that was like the longest way to say <laughs> this is what average is. It's not great, but it's like not bad. 
<laughs> yep. Right. It's the definition of average, yep. guys. Good job. Not great, not bad. That was the longest way to define that. Go on, sorry. Anybody else? Chris? Who else is timing in? I don't hate this movie at all. I, I, I don't love it, but um, I'm going to go with a 3.5. Holy shit. I well, love, okay, good. I don't love Thank it, God. but, uh, you know, 3.5. <laughs> so glad you went higher than I did. Yeah. Fucking, uh, you know, 12 stars. It's truly fucking 90s, but at the same time, um, there's... I, I do I did see the jankiness of Michael Myers in this one. Um, but I do like the mask and I do like the vibe of this movie. I like the cult angle and aspect. I think that I always enjoyed that aspect of it. Um the I will say there's a lot of scenes that are just walking around. So there yeah, I'm just like, why are we wasting time? And to to learn that there's a longer version of this movie, I'm like what happened here? Like, why is there, why is there no, nothing good happening then? Why are we following these, this annoying kid around? So, um, there was some really cheesy acting in this. Um, I, you know, the nineties metal cuts as we were calling them, Mm -hmm. I actually think they kind of worked for this movie. And I, I had this turned up pretty loud when I was watching it. And the sound design is actually, isn't that bad. It's kind of what makes this movie scary. Um, so I got to give it credit for that. And like I said, the lighting I enjoyed too. And it just has a little bit of a nostalgic feeling for me because I was really excited to watch this as a kid and enjoyed it as a kid. So 3.5 for me on Curse of Michael Myers. You know what? The, uh, mom, are you home? That scene, it's still, it's still just as painfully long in the uh, producer's cut, (laughs) guys. Don't worry. (laughs) I'll go next. Uh, I'm going to come in at a two then. I feel like I'll be safe there. I was, I was originally at a 1.5, but I feel like I'm going to go with a two because I still don't like, I was, uh, resurrection to me is still the worst one. So I got to go higher than what I would put resurrection mm-hmm. at, which would probably be at a, somewhere between a one and a 1.5. So I got to go with a, a two on this one. Uh, the acting is fucking God awful, man. It's fucking <laughs> bad from almost everybody in this film. Like, Real bad, almost to the point of laughable, except for, you know, except for Donald, you know, because he's no. been playing the character for a hundred years. But the only problem is, is that he's a hundred years old and it's kind of, it was a little heartbreaking watching him, honestly. Yeah. Like it was tough. I was like, man, you're fucking being a trooper for this shit. Cause you don't look well. I hate to say when they show the memoriam at the end of it, I was just like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> like he, he sounds like he's yeah, struggling. I mean he's still doing his best that he can. I'm, I'm like, I'm that that dude is a fucking trooper for putting up with this. And I mean, he worked his ass off for a film that, um, I you know I think that people tried. It's just they they would work with what they could get, you know. Uh, and obviously it's a we it's a weird movie because um it's, there's th- three different cuts of this film, <laughs> three different cuts. So it kind of depends on what you're watch. And Possibly four if they fucking take my yeah. advice and, <laughs> and make an ultimate cut. The other thing that I just, I couldn't stand the music. I'm sorry. Like for me, it was just, I would rather hear like a classical score or something like that than the 90s like fucking hardcore metal like stuff because it reminded me of like cartoons and it made it a little more cartoony for me, which this movie already felt out of place because it was like the most different Michael Myers that I think I've seen. So. I'm at a two for this one. Not the worst in the series, though. Kyle? Uh, I'm coming in at a 3.5 on this one as well. Um, You know, I'm going to say this. I'm glad you brought up the music. So the producer's cut does use a classical score. There's no guitars. Um, That doesn't help the film in any way. Uh, That actually hurts it. Hurts it real fucking bad. Because the producer's cut 
feels like paint drawing on top of drawing paint. It's so slow. It's so boring. And that classical music makes it so much fucking worse. You're like, there's no energy here. God damn. Um, I've I, I've been ecstatic by this film since I was a kid. I, I, I can easily admit, yes, that's not going to be the best in terms of acting and performances or what have you. And honestly, I don't really care. It's fun. And yeah, it is... It is a little 90s, and the parts that are uh, really 90s are painful to watch. And uh, the some of the music cues I wasn't the biggest fan of. Like, when he opens the first door in the bathroom, it's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, why? And the next two are quiet. Like, okay. Um, just 90s. But I love hearing the, the Halloween theme. Themed Halloween theme done in guitars. Like I'm not gonna not gonna deny that at all. Uh, I thought it was entertaining and I love the deaths in it. I, I think it's out of character for Michael to be as violent as he is, but it was a happy change for me. It was it was it, it injected just a little bit more energy into the film. So and I love Tommy. I like his arc in this movie. I like his arc. He I like seeing him kind of get to that point at the end where he faces the fucking demon that's haunted him his entire life and destroyed his entire livelihood and who he is as a person. He finally got to get that revenge. It was nice to see. So, yeah. So, 3.5 for me. Check it out. 3.5 from Kyle for Halloween 6. Before we go, guys, we do want to let you know uh, real quick that we are going to be taking a break from the podcast uh, for a while. Uh, We have been doing this for damn near five years now, every week, and we have never taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And it is time for even, one of those breaks. Yeah, even when one of us goes on vacation, we actually just work extra hard yeah. to record two episodes yeah. a week. <laughs> uh, yeah, people's lives are changing. Uh there's um just a lot going on with us and uh you know, we're still going to be doing stuff. We're still going to be uh working on things, so keep an eye out for that. We'll keep the social media up and we'll keep that running. We'll um, keep posting episodes of the past episodes that we've recorded on video that we have done. Uh, so those will still be going up on YouTube as well. Some other stuff. Got some uh, new t-shirt designs. Yeah. yeah that's coming yeah. up. So we got things coming we got up. Things, I already put one out there. We there got you go. The live show. So you can come see us for that. And like I said, we have other projects that we'll be working on that you'll be able to uh, stay connected to our social media and find out about and hopefully uh, participate with that. And as we, as we move on and get the time to do other things, because we're not focusing on this like crazy. <laughs> so It'll be a nice little break, but we do want to say thank you for tuning in each and every week uh, with us. Um, no, I don't. I, when we started this, I don't think any of us could have imagined how big this got for us. Um, and because we we were just like, hey, this will be a fun experiment. Let's just figure out how to do this, and then it just kept on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, that was the really cool part. Uh, and hopefully, you know, when we come back and, you know, better and recharged and it will be bigger than ever. But right now we're going to go do some other stuff and have some fun. Cool. Yeah, yep. man. Yep. Thank Looking you guys. To it. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. So, uh, you know, if you want, still leave us reviews. Uh, we'll give you shout outs when we get back. And this is where we get all the bad ones. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you, I hate this bullshit. <laughs> and I think I speak for all of us when I say we hope that you have a hop, a hopper. Okay. Uh, you don't speak for us, so you can fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I speak for all of us when I say we hope that you have a happy Halloween. 
and make sure like i was saying make sure you do follow us on social media again that's cult film underscore review on twitter that's cult film and review on instagram we also have a facebook page we have a youtube page and then you can follow kyle ah! you can follow me on instagram at cult film underscore kyle you can follow chris ah! cult film underscore chris on instagram you can follow mike ah! at mike Salusio on twitter and you can follow me at vhs collect on Snapchat and Instagram. All right, guys, that's our show for a while. So remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time.